What's up, y'all? Welcome to Carolina Takedown Talk. My name is Rhett Hoy. I am normally joined by Ryan Mitchell, um, but today we have an incredibly special guest. Guys, we have got Jonathan Milner, the newest App State All-American. Man, what's up? How you doing? How you doing? It's good dude, to be here. Dude, we're, we're thankful to have you on, man. Like, I'm, I'm so excited. It is uh, – it's an honor to have you on. Uh, I've followed you since high school, um, then followed you going up to App, and, of course, followed you this weekend whenever you, you know, made your history – um dude congrats man your newest newest all-american how's it feel uh feels good uh looking back on it a little bit but you know at when i took my first loss you know i was a little bit disappointed you know i obviously wanted to win it and then obviously wanted to get third so came up a long way short so you know but it's always good to just to get that all-american status get that monkey off my back you know represent App State, North Carolina, in a positive way. It's always good. No doubt, man. So just touching on that really fast, you kind of brought it up, and so I kind of want to hit it. Is, uh, dude, what's it mean to be a North Carolina All-American? Like, what's it mean to you to bring that All-American status back to North Carolina? You know, we're a state that, that we're growing and uh, we're finding more success, but, you know, we're not up there in the top tiers yet. What's it, what, what does it mean to you to, to bring that title back, man? Uh, I mean, it means a lot, you know, especially because I get to represent, you know, my city and my state, you know, everybody knows the United States is a regional thing, you know what I mean? That's just the history of our country, you know, you represent your state first and your country. Yep. So, it's always good. And I feel like we got such a good state with so many athletes, you know, we're such a well-rounded sport, well, state for sports in general, like wrestling just doesn't you know, it gets overlooked. Like we're good at baseball, basketball, football, you know what I mean? It, Except no, definitely. Got, definitely, man. Yeah, we got everywhere. So it's it's always good to represent North Carolina in a positive way in any sport, really. For sure, man. And uh so you're from Smith High School in Greensboro. Um, two-time state qualifier and a state champ your senior year. Man, like what what was your journey like at Smith? Well, uh, I had both my high school coaches at at NCAAs this past weekend, uh, Dan Snell and Joey Gladson. Uh, I started wrestling my freshman year in high school. So I think I went wow. like three and three and 20 my freshman year. And then my sophomore year, you know, my brother was a football player. And I, you know, that's all I did was play football. So I was like, man, I don't want to play football because that's my brother's thing. So I kind of went to right. wrestling just to, you know, just to be my, my own self. And then I really got into it my sophomore year. I started wrestling uh, off season, school of hard knocks at first, and then you know my coaches started going to team camps like Jeff Jordan and uh, Virginia Tech camp. Excuse me. Ended up qualifying for states my junior year, and then I was like, man, you know what? I've always had a tremendous amount of belief in myself, so it's just one of my natural attributes, I guess. So I was like, man, you know, I want to win states, you know. So just work towards that goal, you know, year round. Done it my senior year. And I was like, you know what, man? I, I was like, I want to go. I think my junior year, I said I wanted to wrestle at Virginia Tech, you know, because I've always been a Hokie fan. And okay. uh, I actually verbal to Virginia Tech. Then uh, at States, when I was at States my senior year, 
Dressler announced that he was leaving, going to Iowa State. So, like, mm -hmm. before the finals, like, people were asking, like, you still can go to Virginia Tech? And Dressler left. And I was like, that's the plan. And then uh, I talked to Roby. He said that he was still, he was still looking to recruit me. He liked to have me on the team, you know, prefer to walk home. And I was like, yeah, it'd be nice. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to take a take another visit, go to App State. Because uh, Garrett Church, he went to school at Hard Knocks, a buddy of mine. You know, he wrestled at App. So I went up there. I was like, I'll go see Garrett. You know, he's a really nice guy. Great, great buddy of mine. Ended up falling in love with the program here. You know, just the team chemistry and, and the culture. And, uh, you know, Coach Billing, I was like, man, you know, this seems like a program that, that could help me grow in wrestling and grow as a person, you know. Mm -hmm. just the thought that the team was more disciplined you know coach really was a christian so I, I mean i wouldn't go go to college and get away from you know my my beliefs and everything that i stood for before i got to college so i thought that that was really important for me as well and then uh end up choosing app and you know the rest is history the rest is history man went up there and, and turned it on so yeah your senior year you you were what 55 and one yeah, I think I lost uh, K Springs, Virginia kid. Okay. On the, I think he actually ended up going to Virginia Tech and ended up quitting my gear after that. But, there you go. So, you know, it works out. But uh, what was I the jump like from from state qualifier to to state champ? Like, what what extra did you put in? Because you know we got a lot of high school kids that watch this, and uh, everyone just kind of they thinks that, or a lot of people think that their senior year, they're just entitled to, to be a state champ. It didn't matter if they were qualifier the year before. Like, what was the – what's the extra work you put in? What was the difference from junior year to senior year? <laughs> it was a lot. So, I, I think, you know, the next day, as soon as I lost out of states, you know, I was in the practice room. And then uh, I started rec recommitting to my strength and conditioning, you know, started being in the weight room, got up at like 6 in the morning, lifted weights went to high school practice and after high school practice, went to club practice and, you know, and I just did that consistently. And then the biggest thing is just getting all season competition. So my junior year, I think I, I wrestled out of state for majority of my all season, all season competition. You know, I wrestled in Virginia a lot and, uh, you know, Virginia Beach duels, those I-84 duels and, you know, just traveling, traveling. I think Bristol, you know, just not wrestling in state you know, just trying to get different competition, you know, just get better competition. And that's the thing. Like, if you want to get better, you got to find, you got to beat the best to be the best. You know what I mean? You got to wrestle the best. You got to know what it takes. For you sure. got to fit it. So. For sure. So, so you said Virginia Tech was one of the schools that was recruiting you. Um, App State, who else was recruiting you? Uh, I think State was looking at me, but I never took a visit there. So, it's well, I like I like NC State, but I was on Big Virginia Tech fan. So right, no, I got you. You still got a little bit of little bit of hokey in you. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I hear you. That that's always good, man. I mean, I think I was kind of talking to somebody about that this weekend um, about kind of like in how I love the college aspect of you know you can be fans of different programs. It's not like college football where like you have to be a Georgia fan. Or you had to yeah. be, you know, an Alabama fan, and then you're obligated to hate Tennessee or whatever it is. Well, I, you know, I love, I love to beat up on a Hokie, but you know, there you I, go. A little personal, a little bit of a throwback yeah. for you. Sometimes I try to, I don't, I don't do it now while I'm, while I'm in college actively right now. But you know, 
I'm pretty sure once I get done, I'll probably support any, anything wrestling, you know, like Stanford, you know, everybody, everybody's supporting Stanford right now, just because the wrestling community is so small right now. And it's, you know, and it's shrinking too. Yeah. So, unfortunately. It is, man. That's insane. That was one of my favorite storylines of this, of the national tournament. And there's always those, like, there's always those like two or three storylines that pop up during the tournament, you know, that, that just kind of really grow. But whenever they came out in the all black singlets, you know, not even wearing the Stanford logo or anything like that. I was like, man, that's, that's awesome. That, you know, kind of stick it to the man a little bit there, but yeah. I, I just hate it for that program. Like I hate for those kids, you know I mean? Oh, yeah. Especially I, I hate it. I hate it because, you know, it's a program that, you know, they have money to give. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's not like, you know, fortunately for us at app, you know, we're, we're a self-sufficient program. You know, our coaching staff work really hard to raise a lot of money. So, right. One of the few sports that actually charge admission and, you know, and still sell out a lot of the gym most of the time. So, for sure, you know, I feel like it's hard to do that, you know, on the West Coast because they got such a high budget cap. You know, I mean, they got to fly everywhere. So, you know, unfortunately, the logistics for them, you know, it can be a nightmare, but it's not like they don't have the money to give. You know what I mean? You, you got to think what Stanford's tuition is compared to App State's. You know what I mean? No, definitely. I mean, and there's that side. There's like what Stanford actually has. But then on the other hand, there is like what they raised. You're telling me you're going to say no to $12 million that was raised for themselves? It's got to be a little bit more political than that. It can't just be about money. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be something that's not coming out. But Exactly. So, unfortunately, that's kind of the world that we live in. You know, it's, it's a lot of politics involved. You know, it. It's not just, you know, they got a great program. They got right. people supporting them. They're raising money. You know, it should be that simple, but obviously yeah. it's not. So it's not. Sadly, I mean, if it was if it was that simple, it'd be all right, got like two all Americans and yeah. a national champ. You know, exactly. that that's it. Keep the program. Know. Last thing the last thing the good came out of Stanford went to Carolina. So true. So you know, it's just who knows. I really hope that that Stanford makes the right decision and and keeps that program. You know, and and if not, I say the donors. Well, I would go too, just for the wrestling community because you got to think. You know, P five school, they drop a program. You know, maybe another maybe another P five school is like, hey, maybe we can drop this program and you know give more money to like a basketball team, you right? Know, something like that. So the influence is definitely there for them to be a, a power five school and drop a program you know that that's doing that's doing things right and uh actually have a good team yeah you know not like old finding success you know yeah you know old dominion is unfortunate but you know i i think they did they did something wrong which you know brought some negative publicity to the to the school which you know i don't think stanford is doing so right i gotcha but so to kind of get back to you and your season um Dude, we've got this crazy pandemic going on. We talked a little bit before we before we got on about about all that. We won't get too far into it. Um, you know, I know that can always go sideways with with different opinions and everything else. You know, of all of our listeners and you know, just anywhere right now. But yeah. what I wanted to ask you is how how different was it this year, man? Like training through COVID and trying to get ready for for a program. And on top of that, I guess I got two questions with that. You know, what was it like last year? qualifying and then finding out that you didn't get a chance to go to Russell Nationals. Yeah. Well, obviously that sucked. 
you know, I think it sucked even worse for people that didn't get the opportunity to, you know, to get it back, like those yes. seniors. You know, I think that's that's the worst thing about it, you know. And, you know, we had a program history last year, qualifiers. So I was really excited to go, you know, my first NCAAs. And then it just get taken away. It go away. Right. But, you know, training this summer, you know, it was – we were in Coach Billy's garage all summer, you know, training with him. Cause I stay, I stay in Boom, my apartment, you know, my family, and uh, I'm always up here. So I was just working and training, working and training, you know. And uh, my boss Tommy Reese, he has a, he has a workout facility at the jobs, so I get to work, you know, an hour early, and then, uh, you know, lift weights, go to work, after work, go wrestle with Coach Billy in his garage, and uh, right. you know, I. Cody Bond in the wrestling room, 5.30 before work on those days that we wasn't lifting weights. So it was it was all over the place, the train schedule was. Doing whatever you had to do, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got, got to improvise. I hear you. <laughs> I hear the little man's background. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's trying to throw the ball at me. Oh, I hear you. So I guess that was uh, – we did a little bit of a poll – um, on our Instagram, kind of let a few of our listeners ask a few questions. Um, it's a pretty good segue into that. But we had somebody ask, man, how do you how do you balance being a husband, a father, and also a college wrestler? I mean, that's that's three, you know, that's seven full time jobs right there. <laughs> you know, yeah, how tough is that? How do you how do you uh, find that balance? A lot, a lot of support, tremendous support from uh, you know, everybody on every end. You know, obviously my wife, uh, coaching staffs, you know, her parents, my parents, my coaches, you know, my boss. I mean, I definitely wouldn't be able to do it if I didn't have tremendous amount of support. Right. But uh, it is, you know, it's hard, but, you know, everything in life's going to be hard. So you just got to be able to adjust and, you know, be the best that you could be no matter what it is, you know, 24-7. So. For sure, man. For sure. So you've, you've mentioned Bentley a few times, Coach John Mark. Um, what's he like in the room? What's it like wrestling for him? He's old, but he's tough. He's old, but he's tough. Okay. I think that might be the it, it might is, be a quote. We might have to clip that for you and, and tag him in it. Old, but tough. I think uh, – and this is pretty recent, but uh, we, we did an individual, and I had him in the morning, and, you know, I was – I like to talk junk, you know, in, in the in the in the locker room and stuff. Yeah. So I get down there, I'm getting ready for an individual. He's already up there. He's just finishing up with like Cody and Caleb or whatever. Yeah. And it's like it's like I want to put Coach Billy in a retirement home today. Oh man. I was like, I was like, that's what I always say before I wrestle him. But I didn't know that he had got a cortisone shot in his elbow. His elbows bothering. <laughs> he got a cortisone shot. And when he gets one of those, he's like 20. He's ready to go, huh? He feels, yeah, he feels like 20. He's the national qualifier. Yeah, we yeah, we're wrestling, and then we, we start wrestling live, and he's like, I thought he's putting it on me a little bit. I'm like, man, what the? I'm like, this don't make no sense. You know, I'm getting up. I'm pushing the pace. I'm trying to trying to get him wore down, trying to get yeah. trying to get some points. And, I mean, he's just going. And then, like, he's like, all right, battle ropes. We get on the battle ropes. And, you know, we're doing it hard. He says, time. Then he picks up the battle ropes. Then he's starting going. I'm like, man. Like he he on one today. I was yeah. Like, and then uh, you know, we finish our workout. I go down there and I think it was Cody Bond. He's like, How's the workout? I was like, Man, Coach really, 
So he kind of messed me up today. He put me in a retirement home. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, he must have got a cortisone shot or something. And like, I didn't, and this is prior to I knew. I think Heath was like, yeah, he said he got a cortisone shot yesterday. You know, Dr. Bullis is up there. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I was like, thank you for, for telling me that, Heath. <laughs> Thanks for I the warning. That. Yeah, I needed that. I needed yeah. that an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I needed I needed that mentally before we started. Yeah, you know, before you know, I actually he, went in there and scrapped with him when he was feeling like he was going for a national title. Exactly. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't been wrestling as much as he has been. But my freshman year, I mean, we would go all the time. Like he would he would beat me up, and he's got this thing where like he he would take you down, and he always had finger tape. So he'll put his forearm on the back of your head and then fix his finger tape while he's on top of you, and I would I would never let him do that. It was like you're not gonna disrespect me like that. So yep. every time he do it, he go to fix his finger tape. I grab his fingers and stand up. And he'll, <laughs> and he'll let me up. You're not gonna do it to me, huh? Yeah, I was like, you take me down 50 times, but I'm gonna get 25 points. There you go. <laughs> you gonna get up every time. I hear yeah. you. I like that. I like that, man. So my my next question, man, is simply there's so many people in the world that that wrestle and so many high school wrestlers, and then even kids that go into college, that they never get to go to NCAAs. They never make it to the big dance. What's it like? Honestly, um, you know, it. we didn't get a true feeling of it because there wasn't as many fans. But, uh, right. you know, when I, when I was there, I, I tried not to pay much attention to it at all. You know, in the way it lines, you know, if they got a, a video playing on a big screen, I wouldn't look at it. I would tune it out. You know I mean? I'd just play – play solitary on my phone or something like that. You know, other guys are wrestling. I was, I was in the locker room. Like I wasn't watching it, you know, just, just making the atmosphere as small as possible. Right. You know, and, and, you know, not getting too, too up for the moment and not getting too low. You know I mean? I try to stay, try to just stay consistent in everything that I do, you know, just keeping it simple, you know, it's a mat on the ground. You wrestle like you would at practice, you know, and that, and that's what you got to try to do. I know for me to, to wrestle my best, that's what I have to try to do. Yeah, and that had to be tough to to not pay attention because y'all y'all sent a few, y'all had a few, yeah, and y'all yeah. had a few big matches that uh y'all had a, a good little showing. Um, yeah, I watched none of them. Man, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, I, I'll probably look back. I'll go back and watch some of them. You know, yeah. but you know, at the time, like I I had a job to do. You know, I and I didn't even get my job done. So I mean, I was I was severely disappointed. But you know, I still went out there to take care of business, you know, it's, it's what we get paid to do. For sure. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, as much of a brotherhood as it is in a wrestling room, especially in, in that college wrestling room, you know, you go through some of the toughest workouts that you, you ever will. And you build that bond, but once you get up, once you get to the big dance, once you get to a tournament like that, I guess it kind of turns into a, like, hey, man, I trust that you're going to do your job and I'm going to go do mine. So if you watch yeah. me, you watch me. If you don't, you don't. You know, yeah, I mean, the hardest part is, you know what I mean? Just, uh, you know, because emotions are high, you know, especially day two. Yeah. You know, those blood rounds, like, I mean, just getting ready for a match, you know, you see people coming off either crying or they're smiling, you know what I mean? And yeah. There's, like, there's no in between either. It's, yeah. Man, the blood rounds are my favorite, my favorite round of that, of that whole tournament, really any tournament, just because it really is that, that final, you know, do you have it or not? And and that leads me to my next question. What did you do mentally? Um, you said you were upset after, after that O'Connor match. Um, you know, of course you go down and I, I watched it. I watched all your matches this weekend. I thought you wrestled him great. Um, he's just, 
he's tough to score on, man. He he kind of slows down people. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a solid wrestler. He, you know, he stays in position. Yeah, so, he, he stays in that front headlock position. Um, yeah, he just wanted to slow me down a little bit, you know. Yeah. It worked perfect for him, so. Right. No, I mean, and, you know, I, I think we run that back. You know, we picked you again. Uh, you know, I'll pick you again on that. But it's just what did you do mentally after that? to come back, you know, I, I know I DM'd you that night and we kind of talked and, you know, you had said like, look, expect like third is what I want. Third is where I'm going for. What, what did you do mentally coming off that mat um, to refocus, to, to make that push again and to get back into the blood rounds and then, you know, to push through and, and, and get that all American status. Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, my biggest thing is, is honesty and transparency and everything that I do, you know, I, I gotta be honest with myself you know, even, even after a tough loss, you know, just, you know, try to recognize where I felt at and just be open to constructive criticism from your coaching staff too. So, I mean, if, if you're wrestling in a program and you got a coaching staff, like you shouldn't be wrestling if you don't trust your coaching staff to, you know, to guide you in the right, in the right direction. So, you know, I trust my coaching staff, you know, they did a great job. And then when I got back to my hotel, you know, I got some food, got some drinks, rehydrated, you know, just recovered a little bit. And then I think what really helped me too is, you know, Casey and Luke and my wife and son, they had flew in and they had just got in. So, you know, I got to spend like three hours with my son after not seeing him for like six days. Right. So, you know, that was like, you know, it's like a mental recharge too. Oh, it is, man. So, Definitely. You can't take that for granted too. Like you gotta be, you gotta be ready mentally, you know, two times as much as you are physically, you know, cause that's yeah. just, that's the hardest part, you know, to, to refocus. But like I said, you know, just if you're honest with yourself, then you can, you can accept it. Then you can always bounce back, you know, but if you, if you try to hide from, from the facts, you know, you can lie to yourself, but you know, you might, the same result might happen. Right. So if you don't want the same result, you gotta, you gotta try to fix it. For sure. So my next question is what it feel like when you, when you won that blood round match, uh, well, it felt good to get the monkey off the back, of course. You know, uh, obviously, I don't think I wrestled my best towards the end of it. You know, I, I kind of knew I had it locked up. I was like, I'm up by eight points, you know, with Rod and Tom. I was like, no way he's going to come back. And then he he wrestles tough, though, that dude kid. I, I don't think he's that good. I think he just wrestles really tough. He's tough. It was fine silver, wasn't it? That was your that yeah. was your blood round. Yeah, he was yeah. like the 27 seed, man. He came in and wrestled tough. He's, he's awkward. Like, he's just yeah. – uh, kind, kind of like me, crazy. yeah, you know, and he just – well, tough. I, I jumped out in front of him and then uh, rode him, rode him hard for like 240 and then uh, I actually ended up turning him. And once you get a turn in tournaments like this, like, yeah, session in college, like you get you get so much room. So now now that your opponent has to come, you know, attack you and open up more. Yeah. But it, it changes it up a little bit. And I think that's what – I mean, it would have been a lot tougher match if I wouldn't have got that turn, you know, and I wouldn't have made him get out of his comfort zone. But, you know, he's coming after. He, he's ready. He wanted to win. You know, I wanted to win. And uh, it was definitely a fun match. You know, I was exhausted at the end. and that's Right. You know, but that's what the fans want to see. That's what everybody – that's what makes the sport exciting. So. That's what the blood rounds are, man, is exactly. that – that's just – one of us is going to go home. One of us gets to, to live our dream right here. Yeah. And, and I, get, I hate to get you guys a heart attack, but uh, – I have fun at least. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Dude, what what is your secret on top? Cuz you are so tough on top, man. Like I feel like that is your 
that is your your secret weapon right there. Um, it's just how tough you are on top, man. What's the secret? Uh, it is. I've, I'm long, so, you know, that helps out definitely. But, you know, my thing is, is you got to have a mentality about yourself if you're going to be on top. It's like no matter what you do, like I'm going to ride you like a dog. You stand up, I'm going to return you. You know, you stand up and you got one of my hands. I'm going to pick you up with one arm, you know, or you stand up and I feel like you're going to get away. I'm going to grab your leg and I'm going to push you out of bounds. Like you're not going to get away. And then, you know, if they do get away, it's going to be so much effort that you put in to get away that whenever I attack again, you, you're not going to have enough in the tank to defend it. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just the mentality about it, you know, and you can take that mentality, you know, anywhere in, in your wrestling, you know, and that's kind of my mentality, like on the mat, like I don't, if, I, if I'm on bottom, there's no way I tell myself, no way you're gonna rob me. Yep. You know, I'm gonna get out, I'm gonna stand up, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get to my moves and and I'm gonna get out. You know, you gotta be confident in everything that you do, but. For sure. Definitely my favorite position, my best position to be in. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I said, I said on our NCAA show um, that we did, and I had said, like, if I'm anyone in the country right now, I'm not choosing bottom. Like I'm, I'm going to go neutral against you. And, and the thing that's tough about that, (laughs) what was that? In my last three matches that happened. So, so. yeah. I mean, there's no one else in the country that like, that I would be afraid of than you on top right now. Like you're just, you're a stud dude. And that's just, I think it's that mentality. I think that like, I'm going to ride you and anything you do, you're going to have to earn it. And then if you do earn it, you're going to be gassed and I'm going to keep coming at you. Yeah. Who, who taught you that? Was that something you learned at app? Was that something you learned back at Smith? Where, where'd that come from? Well, I mean, back at, back at Smith kind of, that was like the identity, you know, if you're going to do something, you, you got to do it hard. And, uh, you know, I kind of got a, I kind of got an itch for it because, you know, I wasn't really good on my feet, you know, especially when I got to college. I think that's when it kind of like dawned on me, like, man, I'm good on top. I need to stay on top. So when I first got to college, like, you know, mo- most people struggle on the mat. And for me, it was kind of the opposite. Like I was, I didn't have any really good attacks. Like I, I think I only had a slide by and, uh, you know, I could roll around a little bit. I could sit the corner, but that was right. it. You know, it was like, so I was like, man, if I get on top. You saw that riding time point and said, all right, there we go. I yeah. got some offense. <laughs> you know, and it even, even better, you know, I discovered, like, if I ride somebody for two minutes, like, they have nothing left, you know. Yeah. In the second or third period, you know, or whatever, whatever period it is. And then if I get one turn, that's four points. That's just as many as two takedowns. I was like, you know, they call it the advantage position for a reason. And, uh, you know, I like to have an advantage. So For sure. For sure, man. So, you know, we talked a little bit about Bentley, talked a little bit about app. You know, I want to talk about like that room. What's like you guys are finding success. You know, what's what's that atmosphere up there like right now um, with with you and your teammates? You know, y'all are getting some big recruits in. Y'all are getting, you know, a lot of good North Carolina kids. Um, You know, Ganyer came up there this year. Um, You guys have Norris right down the road for me that he's committed. You know, what's the atmosphere like there right now? Uh, well, you know, obviously as a captain, like I try to, I try to keep the atmosphere competitive. And then, like I said, you know, things that I try to do in, in my mental aspect, you know, that honesty, that transparency, you know, trusting your coaching staff, you know, I try to, I try to practice that, you know, and, and encourage everybody to do that. So like, you know, one thing that I, that I try to encourage everybody to do is like, if you take it to somebody in practice, 
you know, and you get down to the locker room, you know, let them have it. Tell them, you know, like, like, hey, I, I messed you up today. Like, I did this to you today. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you want to you wanna feed competitiveness. That's how you get a good room. You know, everybody's got to be competitive, you know. So, like, if I beat somebody up really bad the next day, I'm going to let you hear it. That way you don't let it happen again tomorrow yep. or the day after that. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, and it's, and it's funny, too. You know, we like to joke around. So, but I think, you know, talking a little bit of crap helps out, you know, mental aspect, confidence-wise, you know. And that's, like, uh, the biggest thing with some of our freshmen. Uh, that I try to, you know, I try to teach them how to talk crap, talk junk a little bit. Yeah. Um, how to get that that little bit of swagger to them, you know? Exactly, because, I mean, you got you to gotta be confident, especially in this sport, you know. It's, and, that, and that's honestly, like, the biggest thing that I've seen at this tournament that uh that I really noticed like people that had done really well is they had that you know it's it's a fine line between cocky and confidence but you know you're gonna have to cross over every once yeah. in a while and that's <laughs> I'm pretty sure right now good. college wrestling has probably the most confident guys we've ever had with uh old AJ Ferrari and Gable Stevenson out there cutting WWE promos you know left and right and then Spencer yeah. Lee coming out and saying excuses are for wusses you know, I mean, some of the best sound bites we've ever had from this tournament came from the interviews. You know, I, I think you're right yeah, that the confidence. Gotta, gotta is look at it, though. It's, exactly. It's it's so it's so key in this sport, you know, because there are no secret moves in wrestling. You know, it's you know, everybody everybody knows everybody knows single legs, everybody knows hot crotches, you know, yep. everybody knows how to ride, you know, but it's it's how you that self-belief, you know, how you feel about if you're gonna do it or not. So that I think is so what separates high school and college. For sure. For sure. I mean, I think this year, you know, of course the seeds were everywhere, you know, because the shortened season, um, you know, going back to COVID there. But, you know, this year we, we really saw guys from every seed wrestle out of their mind, you know, and it, I think it really was that like, look, we didn't get to do this last year. We're going we're gonna to go for it this year, you know, we're confident we're gonna we're gonna swing for it well i mean you gotta think about it it's just one tournament so you just gotta put together you know and this is what i tell myself too you know it's like you gotta put together a, a couple good matches you know string together it takes five to be to be a national champ it takes it takes three to be an all-american so you know find a way to win one match at a time put together put together a good match you know and, and you're there for a reason so you can't be taken lightly if if you're there, you gotta, they gotta respect you. Yeah, for if sure. So too much respect and you can take advantage of it and you can win. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so we had one other fan question and, and they said that, that you would know what this meant. And it kind of, it goes back to the app state room. So uh, who do you father the most on the team? Who, who are you kind of in charge of most or, or father most on the team is how they asked it. Oh my goodness. Will from autos. <laughs> he's, he's my son now. I take I take him under my wing. I gotta show him how to pack his bags. He still don't pack enough clothes. I had to give him an extra outfit. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we was in we was in St. Louis. Uh me, Will, Cody, and Brito. I went to go get a cup of coffee. And uh, you know, St. Louis, I guess it's just the second danger city in uh the US right now. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna leave my wallet that way. That way, if we get robbed, you know, I'll just 
because I got all my cards on my phone, Apple Pay. I was like, yeah, yeah, Rob, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just, I'll just lose forty dollars. You know, I'll just lose my pre-dem money. So that's right. not, that's not a bad loss. I'll still be able to get on, get on the airplane home. And then I told Will, he was like, that's a great idea. I'm gonna do the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think yeah. I might listen to you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think actually, uh, Mitch Moore, he ended up getting robbed at gunpoint. So. Like oh two, no two, like two days later yeah so in st louis yeah in st louis holy cow i think it's either before or after the blood round he lost out but uh <laughs> jeez add insult to injury there huh yeah so he had a rough day <laughs> oh man that's crazy that i that's insane <laughs> that's a that's an ncaa story he'll be able to tell for the rest of his life i mean if he if he wants to, you know. And then I will say, you know, my my other son that I father the most is uh Tommy Askey. He's a yeah. Freshman. yeah. Okay. And he there he got go. hurt when I needed him the most. He got hurt before SoCons. I I spend three months teaching him how to drill, give me the right feel, and then he gets hurt. Oh, then he gets hurt and abandons you, huh? Right yeah. when you well, needed him. I don't blame that. Ian Ian hurt him. Ian put a beating on him. Ian so. did it. Okay. I yeah. gotcha. <laughs> Tommy's my other one. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, so I, I think I heard you say it in a in an interview after nationals, and I kind of just want to get a little bit of a another, I guess, take on it. Is right now North Carolina schools are succeeding. You know, I mean, I know you're gonna hate that I even bring this team up, the Orange team. Um, you know, Campbell's doing well, NC State's doing well, Chapel Hill, you know. Of course, they had a national champion this year. They're they're on the yep. up and up. Uh, Duke's trying to to find success with uh, with you know bringing in bringing in Tomasello and bringing in coaches. You know, yep. we're finding success. So why should North Carolina kids come to App? I get is my question. Why why App? Because those other schools, uh, you know, and even Campbell, they do a lot of recruiting outside of North Carolina. You know, and that's part of the reason I didn't I didn't go to I didn't even give NC State time of day is because they don't really look into North Carolina's North Carolina kids. And then once they get there, if you look at the track record, you know, how many of those North Carolina kids perform well or succeed. So, you know, getting in the door, it you know, it depends on what your goals are. You know, if you want to be it, if you want to be on a good team, collect a T-shirt, then. Uh, you know. You can go there, but if you want to, if you want to get better and try to maximize your potential, then I think App State is the best developmental program, you know, in the country right now. Right. So for sure. Yeah. But if you're good enough, you know, you can go anywhere you want to. But yeah. I think, I just think though, you know, funds. You got to be realistic with, with what schools you're going to. Like, you know, Papaluzio, he's a recruiting maniac, so <laughs> he's always gonna get talent in his room, no matter where they're from. Right. You know, same thing with Carolinas, you know, it's a big school, you know, and they just got their first national champ in a while. So they're probably gonna get better recruits, you know, it's, you know, you just gotta be realistic with, uh, with what, you, or what your goals are. So, yeah. but I, you know, I, I love competition. I love North Carolina schools being, being good because it makes, I can get home quicker whenever we travel and go try yep. to beat up on them. You know what I mean? It's so I love it though. That's know. one thing I love about, about app is that, you know, we got a North Carolina, like a North Carolina, not just former wrestler, but legend in John Mark Bentley, you know, anytime you ever talk about 
the best wrestlers from North Carolina. You know, I think Chris Bullens gets thrown in there pretty fast, but yeah, probably the fastest one to get thrown in there is John Mark Bentley. Mark, yeah. And, but I mean, I think he's a better, I think he's a way better coach than he is a wrestler, you know. And uh, in my opinion, that's saying a lot. If you, look at, if you look at any other sport, you know, traditionally to be a good coach, you don't have to be a good athlete at that sport, like yeah. football, basketball, for example. You know, to be a, I mean, him being a great wrestler adds on to it. But I think he's a good coach just because, you know, he works really hard. You know, he always – he studies the sport and he's always growing. It's not like he – he not he doesn't just settle for, like, what he knows. You know, he's always learning. He's always studying. And uh, if you pay attention to it, like, he he can even switch his style of wrestling. Like, it's it's just insane. And, uh, you know, same thing in Pop Luzio. Like, I don't, I don't think he was a phenomenal wrestler in, in college either, but, you know – He's a good coach, so you gotta look at that aspect of it too. Right. Like he's a he's a good recruiter. He gets, you know, he knows how to he knows how to hustle. He knows how to find money, and you know, just like Stanford's problem, you know, finances are are really important, especially for our sport. You know, because we're not a sport that's you know known to be in the black all the time. So if you, if you can find money, find donors, be a good coach. You know, talk to athletes, coach athletes, motivate them. You know, I think that's that's more important than, uh, you know, a name and what you did in the past for me. Right. Right. And I mean, and that's one thing that I love about Bentley is that, you know, of course, we know him here in North Carolina. You know, I mean, if you wrestle in high school in North Carolina, you know who John Mark Bentley is, not only because he's the App State coach, but, you know, because of his, his record at Avery and what he did, you know. And to me, I saw a tweet and I kind of jumped on it. I, I want to say it was um, I think it was La Russa. Was it that he kind of threw out he threw out a tweet that said that John Mark Bentley is the best developmental coach in the country, and I read that and I jumped on it instantly. And was like, dude, like you uh, to me, you can't argue it. You know, he brings kids in that you know they they she didn't win state finals. Yeah, like they didn't do these crazy and in, in, insane things. They're not from Pennsylvania. They're not from um, not Ohio, Iowa. Yeah, yeah, and he's bringing them in, and he's bringing North Carolina kids in. With you, I mean, if we even with, with you, you know, we got a North Carolina kid here that won state title that is now an All American, you know, a two time SOCON champ, two time national qualifier, and is now an All American and from the App State program, homegrown, homebred, like brought you in and found success. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're willing to work hard, you know, and this is my whole take on, on college wrestling, you know, at, at some point, in your college career, you're going to have to have to recommit your, your whole wrestling style and you're going to have to start from the bottom up, you know, the, the quicker you realize that and, and you're willing to just put in the amount of work it takes, you know, it costs what it costs, you know, and that's one thing that we don't do it in our program is we don't cut corners, you know, so, but it may take longer to get to where you want to be, but, you know, if you stay consistent and committed to your goals, then, then you'll get there. So, you know, my goal is, is to be a national champ, you know, first one for App State, you know, and if, if I can stay committed to my goals for, a, you know, a long period of time, like, I think I, I can do it, so. There you go. Well, that was, uh, that was my next question, man. Man, what's next? I know, I know this year the NCAA has kind of given everybody a free year, so that leaves you with two more years of eligibility, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're correct. So, can are we, uh, are we looking at, at seeing John – 
at all. John John Milner here for two more years in the in the App State Black and Gold and uh, going for two national titles. Or what's next for you, man? Well, we're gonna try to get to this this next national title. Uh, you know, nothing's promised. So you just take it one year at a time. That's sure. what I try to do. You know, one day at a time, get better a little bit. You know, little by little, brick by yep. brick. You know, just you know, not not looking too far down the road, you know, and that's one thing that Coach really told me, you know, that I, I took his advice on about this tournament that I think anybody, you can you can translate to like anything in your life. Right. Is, you know, just don't look ahead because you might not make it there or somebody else might not make it there. Whether that's the next part, like a job, you know, where you land at in the bracket or, or what you do in life, you know, just do, do what you got to do right now and do it to the best of your ability and that'll get you to where you need to go. If you just for do sure. it in so. For sure. Are you, uh, you plan on wrestling any free, any freestyle or anything like that this, this off season or just kind of. I plan on wrestling as much freestyle as I possibly can. There we go. Cause I think, I think that's what hurt me the most, you know, is, is obviously, you know, neutral. If I get better on my feet, you know, I can take people down, force them to get underneath of me, get on top of them. Then I think I can definitely be a national champ. Oh, so, no doubt. I mean, you know, that's that's my goal is, you know, work on freestyle, definitely work on hands and heads, defense, you know, you know, protecting my legs, getting to my offense, no matter what, you know, different ways. So that's kind of that's kind of my next focus. That's what I'm recommitting myself to this this whole offseason, you know, and, you know, still getting better on top, still find ways to get better on top and bottom. But I think freestyle will be a big focus for me this next coming offseason. Right. Well, awesome, man. Um, like I said, dude. Thanks for coming on. Um, congrats, dude. We're we're so proud of you. And I know all of North Carolina was behind you and uh and supporting you. Um, dude, I, I can't wait to see what you do in the rest of your career and uh know that you always got fans here at Carolina Takedown Talk. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, so, North Carolina, we gotta stick together, baby. Oh, for sure, for sure, man. And uh I think we're on the come up. I think we're on the rise. Um, I do too. I you think. know. I think we got a lot more, got a lot more North Carolina kids that's going to be on the rise too, you know, not just to that, but at uh, other programs too, you know, hopefully, you know, I wish them the best, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't want to see anybody not, not do the best, you know what I mean? Competition's right. a good thing. Sink or swim. So. For sure. For sure. You just want app to do a little bit better, huh? <laughs> you don't want somebody to do their worst. You just want app to do a little bit better, exactly. huh? Push there you go. Now, there you go. Well, everybody, that's it for this week. Uh, join us next week again on Carolina Takedown Talk. John, John, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. You have a good one. Thanks for listening to Carolina Takedown Talk with Ryan Mitchell and Rhett Hoy, presented by Carolina's Matt News. Mm-hmm.